Hello and welcome to Mom of Quarantine. I'm here with my gals. I'll let them introduce themselves in a second. I am Kathy Adcock. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Omaha, Nebraska area. How many people do we have dead here? Uh, uh, too many. Too Wait. many. Way to just bust on into that. <laughs> I did. I just, I did. I was trying to think of something that set us apart. It's not a huge number, but it's uh, tragic for all the people whose family members those are, which Yeah, sucks. I'm not laughing at the dead people. I'm no, laughing. I'm not laughing at the dead people either. <laughs> I'm laughing at Kathy's delivery. I just jumped right in there. Yeah. Right. So there we are. Apologies. So this is, that's how come the Xbox got run over the other day. I just, I just go straight to the, cut to the chase. Okay. So now you know who I am, Kathy. I'm going to, oh, there it is. Oh, you're Megan. Hi, guys. I'm Megan. I am the mouthy Megan mom who swears a lot. Got the pink hair going on. Just here chilling with my gal pals. We are ready to talk tonight. Um, we're going to do our typical news and our clean hands, dirty hands, but also tonight, we are doing something a little bit different. Um, instead of tips and tricks, we are going to be talking about our highs and lows. We're not a trick. Is again the dark web show we do. Right. Yeah. Tits and tricks is later. That's after dark. <laughs> That's right. But we want you guys uh, when we get to that point to weigh in this week. So give us in the comments your highs and lows so that we can see what you guys have going on. And now I will kick it over to Kat. Nicely done. You guys, we, the production of this show is off the hook. It is. I am uh, the sometimes lovely uh, Kat Kaler. I am not prepared for this evening's show at all. I take that back. I think I spent a whopping 10 minutes uh, on show mm -hmm. prep today. Um, I mean, you were ready with seven minutes to spare. So I feel like that's actually a record. So yes. You crushed so, it. Yeah, that is nice. I mean, went from the hair, towel hair to now. Right. Yes. So. Hi, Trina. So, yeah. Hi, Laura. Oh. Hi, Jen. I'm trying to catch everybody. Oh my gosh. Hello, everybody coming in. I mean, I who here laura that's the that's the Gentle. show we don't talk about but yes whips tricks and tip me wow <laughs> and don't put that no profanity yeah. so i can throw it up there i don't know it could be iffy could be right iffy. so if you are new to this we don't mind your dirty dirty mouth no, but no. facebook facebook does so we can't if you have a a swear word in your comment. We will read it. We will comment on it and laugh, but we can't post it up because Facebook says we can't boost our post if we put profanity up on the screen. So lame. Your mom's running it. That's what's happening. Whoever all of you are, your mom's running right. it. And she don't like none of that. Yeah, that's definitely not my mom. She loves to swear where I learned most of my, my words from. Maybe like my great, your great aunt. I don't know. The one with the doilies. Mm. All right. So um, how's it going? How's, uh, how's things this week? We're cruising super close to your birthdays, ladies. 
Oh my gosh. I know. I know. Are you guys in the comments? Are you ready? Are you prepared for our birthdays? I mean, we, on Saturday, we have some high expectations for Saturday. We were just talking about how locally here in Omaha, um, you can actually call the fire department and get the fire department to come by um, with the their fire engines for your kid's birthday and do a parade. But Kat and I want to know how want, we can want. get this for ourselves with the right? firefighters shirtless. We want them to go by very slowly. Trina, you're local to us. I mean, maybe you could set this up. And and we're fine with being at the same location, socially distanced. I mean, we'll happily stand six feet apart and stare at half naked. Right. So we yes. can for that. Not a problem. Jen's yes. birthday is on Sunday. Happy birthday, Jen. Yay. Happy birthday. That's fantastic. I mean, of course, it's also the evil twins' birthday on Saturday. Right. Yes. So who was is that born Carl's from? mom? Is Carl the cat? Yes. Carl is the cat. Carl the evil cat. Yes. Uh, so the evil twin, Sarah, is four minutes older than I am. Okay. Um, except I apparently, as the story goes, I think my mom is probably a little bit full of shit. But <laughs> I was supposed to be baby A, and I ended up being baby B. So I think I was just kind of like, hey, I'm good in here. It's nice and warm. You go check it out. <laughs> hey, so you could have been Sarah. I still could be. My mother swears that she never once mixed us up. Like, you, I mean, you are feeding twins at the same time in the middle of the night. You were never so tired. You put us in the wrong crib. Okay. So this, I have always wondered this and never, never known the answer. How do parents not know? Like, how do they know for sure that the kid that they say is this kid is really that kid? Because I would imagine, how do you not mix up newborns? That's why I have begun volunteering for something called tattooing your twins at birth. <laughs> See? Yeah. It raises are money you, to tattoo newborn infants. With a are you doing the tattooing? <laughs> yeah. I have I have several kinds of things. You can pick up a kit from Hobby Lobby. I'm terrified right now. Um, well, back then, I don't know if it was, so my cousin Lori, I think is watching, um, she has twins and um, I have cousins, um, like her brother-in-laws or ex-brother-in-laws or however we're related, um, are twins. But I think Lori, when her twins were little, uh, she had twin boys, like they painted a toenail different colors. I have a friend who did that. She had um, identical baby girls and one of them had a fingernail painted. That seems less invasive than a tattoo, but not permanent. <laughs> so, so Lori says they painted uh, their son Dallas's toenail blue for a year and a half. But I want to know, like, is Dominic traumatized that he never got a pedicure? <laughs> right. Did he notice? Was there lead in the toenail paint? <laughs> so many questions. A lot. So many. So yeah, but this is a big birthday for you, Megan. It is. I 30. He's 40. You 40. Guys. I'm actually pretty psyched about 40. Like I don't I feel like maybe a lot of people freak out about 40, but it it I'm pretty jazzed about it. I'm pretty excited. What are you excited about about it? Um I well, we will burst your bubble. Oh yeah. No. Well, no. I think I already, told Kathy, I already told Kathy I had to take my Tums before the show because 
um, I had the indigestion. So that's already kicking in. But I just feel like it's a big deal that I've made it through 40, well, 39 years. Like, I think that's a big deal. And rather than be depressed about it, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I want to, I want to make it a kick-ass year. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember if I told you guys, I think I did. Um, my parents are giving me for my birthday. Um, it is on my bucket list. I get to go skydiving. What? Yeah. I'm terrified. Sarah, send this to dad. Yeah. Do you, do you, would you guys go? Do you want to go skydiving? I would need to be unconscious. Uh, <laughs> sort of like when they have to fly Mr. T somewhere on the 18th. Um, I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to do it. Um, and there's a place in Holdridge, Nebraska, where it's a tandem skydive. So you're like strapped. Fantastic. And um, so that is my birthday present. And um, right now it's just a check because you know, the road. I kind of, I kind of want to. Yeah. But, but I, I, I feel like I would number one need to wear like a depends or some sort of adult diaper. Sure. I mean, no um, you wear, you have a full a bulky jump. suit. Nobody's going to know. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I want to head straight for the bar or something. As soon as I hit ground, I don't want to have to like stop and go change my clothes. And... <laughs> well, whatever. I think if you put it like under your underwear and then you just, you know, just take that out. Like how you did you ever do the diaper stain when the kid's standing up? Or yeah. like pull yeah. up, you rip the side. Take that out. I mean, unless you crap yourself, you don't need to do a whole lot down there because it's a right. pretty absorbent thing. Right. See, we got you covered. Like, but how kick ass would that be if you if you went and did it too and we all went and did it? I just it's something I've always wanted to do, and I'm super friggin' psyched that I'm gonna get to do it this year. I think so. that's amazing. I would be willing to shove you out of the plane. <laughs> Thank you. That's so kind of you. That's some uh, something I you're, can. You're a giver, literally. You really are a giver. I always I, have to say literally with a, a British accent, but I could do that. But I could not jump out myself. You I would have to shove me out, really and then I would. Wet my I'll do that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really um, interested to see how I react. Like, cause I want to do this. I'm excited about it, but I'm interested to see how I react once they open that plane door and I'm standing there like looking, but I still think that I'll be able to jump and be fine. I, I think I, who knows? I could totally change, you know, that could change and I could piss myself. So but. <laughs> I, I was listening to my podcast. The, the podcast that is my favorite. It's called my favorite murder. Love it. And yeah. It's really good. It's a comedy murder, true crime thing. And they were talking about a plane crash today. So I'm still very sensitive about that whole situation. Yeah, maybe let's not talk about that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't rain all over my parade, Kathy. Oh my God, look who's here. Jill <laughs> so I'm going I'm to tell a really sweet story about Jill Case. Jill Case. So so we, the three of us, um, I, all three of us know Jill, right? Mm -hmm. Megan, do you remember Jill from Hay Needle? Yep. Okay. So I, I know Jill from working with her as do the other two ladies. And I met um, the big bearded dude online on an online dating site, not Grinder. Shocking. It was totally Grinder. Don't want her lie. <laughs> and you could see on this site, like if you, well, no, not on this one, he couldn't. But so we had been talking long enough. We decided to stalk each other on Facebook. 
And so we could tell that we had a mutual friend and it was Jill. So Michael went to school, went to high school with Jill. So we both reached out to Jill and said, so tell me about Michael, tell me about Kat. Oh, how cute is that? That's adorable. I know. So she, she gave both of us like ringing endorsements and here we are happily ever after. Oh my God. Aww. Jill and her husband are two of my favorite people. They make adorable babies. And also they are very good. I know it's hard to get bunnies to co-create, but <laughs> you guys have found a, a secret and their bunnies oh. make more bunnies. Going at it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Yes. Yeah, so Mike, Michael, big bearded dude. Yes. He just wanted to make sure that I wasn't some crazy woman who was going to stab him. I mean, oh, I mean, that could go either way. So. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if David's laughing at us or not. I don't think he's on. He's laughing loudly. He's probably watching some sort of. Never mind. Yes. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Are we uh, going to kick it off with some news? Do you have our soundtrack ready? I have it right here ready. See, in turn, ready? Let's do it. All right. Hold on. You know, you guys, this is your favorite part. News. News. And I, I feel like um, a little disclaimer here. Even though we say this is news... We are not news. We are not journalists. We are entertainment. And I think some people would even argue that. So <laughs> I'm not arguing that. We are entertaining. I spilled my so, already. Don't get all up in my face that, you know, I, I'm not sharing both sides of the story. I'm not being fair. I don't have to be fair because it's our show. Right. I listed it under comedy when I scheduled yeah. it. Yeah. We're here for entertainment value. I mean, if you learn a little something new, that's cool. But, I mean, honestly, unless you guys want to be here until 3 a.m. for us to hash out every detail of every story, no, we're going to give you the clips of what we think is entertaining. So that's your disclaimer. That's right. And just enough information to make it sound like we know what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, that's very important. For sure. I I mean, I put on the glasses so I look smart. Okay. So let's get in. I can't see shit without them. <laughs> like Helen Keller for real. I it's, it'd be bad. Yeah. Not good. Okay. All right. Let's, let's get into um, the realist news. Um, and that is the numbers. So Hi. I do not know how I um, got this job. I probably just said, I'll do this job. <laughs> Because I turn on the news every morning and, and catch up as I'm drinking coffee and getting ready. If I so correctly, Kathy volunteered you for it. Yeah, Probably. you were volunteered. You did it one time. <laughs> yeah. And then here's the thing. My expectation was clearly you knew a place to find that shit. Right. Doing it every time. He was assigned a job once and then nobody fucked it up totally royally. So just stop. Right. Yep. right. All right. Let's get to the COVID numbers, okay? In the United States, you guys, I swear I remember, and I, I probably said this last time, when the world hit a million, we are knocking on that door, people. The US 
again, these are really big numbers and I'm not a smart person. So bear with me. 887,787 cases. Okay. And I don't ask That's me why I remember this, but I remember confirmed. from Tuesday, it was 776,000. That's yes. a huge ass jump. Also, Laura, I see your comment, and we were, Kathy and I were talking about that before the show. Laura just commented that Trump just asked if we could inject disinfectant into the bodies of those infected to kill the virus. So Trump's solution is that we should all take Lysol injections. So seems like right. nothing, nothing wrong here. Nothing to see here. Nope. Just Everything's fine. Okay. It's all fine. Look at that cutie. Oh, oh hey, Donovan. Hi. How are you? This is this is our youngest Donovan. Um, I think he has a grandma currently watching. So um, say hi, grandma. Hi, grandma. Aww. All right, now go upstairs. This is a grown-up show. Mwah. He's internet. Okay. Too. Right. Um, so deaths, we are at over fifty thousand in the U.S. Wow. Um, you know, I don't even know what to tell you with job claims. I think we're over uh, twenty-six million yeah. um, jobless claims in the last five weeks. Wow. So. <laughs> David, yes, she is. <laughs> right? Kathy, you know, with that many kids. Somebody has be. to be. So right. I think that you've got I didn't delegate running over that Xbox. Did that you myself. You handled that. You did. Yourself. That was gangsta. That was OG. Uh, Sydney, Peter, you are barely a grown up. In fact, I don't even, well, you're in Iowa, so you're legally a grown-up. But. Uh, but yeah, Nebraska, you got to be 19. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kids table at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Honey, it's whatever. If you can handle Sorry. the swears <laughs> and you don't go out and do something stupid like what we're doing until you <laughs> can afford to pay for it, you're all good. Yeah. Your story. Um, I do have some good news from out of the government. I. I, I know this is this is not the onion. The US <laughs> government? Yes. Mm, to clarify. So this is breaking news. Okay. Breaking news. Um, the House approved uh, a new bill to give four an additional four hundred and eighty-four billion with a B wow. dollars to small businesses and hospitals. And what was does anybody remember the original? It was yes, or it was originally three hundred and forty-nine billion that we already gone through. Well, so, but in some of that was the stimulus payments to citizens. Correct. Yes. No, the three hundred forty-nine billion was just the small business administration for um, small business loans, where they gave it to a bunch of big businesses. Yes. I, yeah. 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 I think all in all like everything leading up to this, it was like at 2 trillion. Right. If you combined all the relief packages. Yeah. So this new um, bill legislation, I whatever you call it, new money. Uh, Sarah, seriously. <laughs> your yes, sister, they have Lysol bombs for your house. I but swear to God, if I get one of those for my birthday, Sarah, we are done. <laughs> it's over. Over. Sarah, I'm going to need you to message me where I can get one of those because I'm fucking for sure going to put one in. Cat. That's maybe more of a Mayday basket kind of 
uh, inclusion, not so much a birthday. Just throwing that yeah. out. What the hell is May Day? I'd never even heard of that until I moved here. I've never had a yeah. May Day basket because I don't know. What when a bunch is. of virgins dance around a pole with a ribbon. That now, is not a thing in California, just FYI, throwing that out there. I'm just saying that's my understanding. But okay. if you aren't a virgin, you have to fill up small styrofoam cups, put a pipe cleaner over the top, hook it in through the sides, put some popcorn that you touched with your dirty hands, also some wrapped candy perhaps. Then go put those on people's front doorsteps and ding-dong ditch. If you're I, I think I've been not, doing it wrong. You can just dance that shit around a maple. But if you're not a virgin, sorry, you're the star from oh, the lady. This is a really disappointing holiday. <laughs> yeah. And do you find it odd that the styrofoam cup comes like a week and a half after Earth Day? <laughs> I don't story. think anybody ever I don't I don't think anybody ever talked to each other. I think a lot of people are just really excited not to be virgins until that day. And then I mean, I think the naked dancing with ribbon around a pole sounds fun. I know this is what I'm saying, but that's if you're a virgin. And I, I think bad things happen if you try to do that shit. And you're, and not. you're not a virgin. Yeah. So we're all screwed. Yeah. We all have to make baskets. And that's just disappointing. Yeah. Why? I just Somebody just leave me a Target gift card on the front porch. That's fine. That'd be perfect. All right. I don't want your dirty popcorn. <laughs> I don't know if you have a choice, girl. I don't know if you have a choice. <laughs> Well, all right. Okay. You guys, I, I have no more good, bad, indifferent news coming out of DC at, at the time. I mean, you can go look it up. It, it's a, it's a crap shoot, whether or not you're looking at a actual news site or the onion these days. Right. Right. I'm going to so, put in the, um, where are we? here we are. I'm going to put in the comments, the world o meter. Yeah. That allows you, you can go there and it will, it breaks down by country and by state. The number of cases, the number of recovered, how many are tested, which I think is very interesting. And of course, is only as reliable as those states that are able to test. Well, so this bill that I was talking about, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, also, it does provide... 25 billion to facilitate and expand testing. So there you go. There. Hopefully it's actually used for that. That'd be great. Yeah. So. So. All right. I'll give you guys some, some news. My news, my news is not, not terribly horrifically depressing. I just, I just thought it was interesting. So I would share it. Um, I don't know if any of you read a couple weeks ago how a Malaysian tiger in the Bronx Zoo tested positive yes. for and they believe that it was transmitted from one of the caretakers. So the caretaker tested positive. So as of today, seven more cats have tested positive at the Bronx Zoo uh, for COVID-19. And there's also one other one other tiger that tested positive but is totally asymptomatic so seven of them tested positive and have symptoms and then one tested positive and has no symptoms um Did, go ahead didn't i see somewhere that like a couple of 
domestic. Yes. That was my next comment. Way to go. Um, two house cats in New York also tested positive. It did not say if their owners also tested positive. I would assume so because the article did say that um, no research has shown that cats are able to give it to humans it's so far the only transmission has been from human to cat so please people and bat to human right and bat to human i'm sharing this because i I really did think it was interesting and it's a good thing to know but please do not take your cats to the humane society and shelters and dump them do not they're not making you sick um if you have covid19 it is possible for your cat to get sick um, none of these that tested positive were severely sick. They were all being managed and cared for. Please, please, please do not dump your animals at shelters. That is the last thing we need right now. Yes. Very good call, Megan. Right. Very good call. So, yeah. Um, and now I will throw it over to you guys are good. Okay. First of all, my friend, uh, Brenda wanted to know what I was drinking. <laughs> Hang on. It's called Pink Guava Funk. Ooh. Ooh. How, is it good? Is it really sweet? Like what? I need to. It's a, um, it's a sour ale with pink oh, guava. Like, yeah. So like I mentioned, I have been very interested in um, sour ales or saisons, as they like to call them. Ooh, you were they, fancy. Okay. That's that time in Montreal where people had a French accent that I picked up. <laughs> Um, so there's, there's what that drink is, my friend, uh, Brenda. It's, I got it down at Beertopia. I wore my mask. Um, Megan, hold on real quick. And Kathy, you cannot throw this up on the screen. Oh. Um, but Michael wants to know if anyone has checked up on that bitch, Carol Baskin's tigers. I just read his comment and was last laughing. Don't throw it up, Kathy. Yeah, don't do I'm going to put this in my hand. Well, right. I'm not checked up on that bitch, Carol Baskins. Um, I'm hoping that her tigers are okay. Um, I mean, who knows? If they were fed a man who had the COVID, they could be sick. It's possible. He's been missing for like 20 years, I think. But no, no, no. I'm saying if she fed oh, currently. Or a more recent man that she oiled up with sardine oil and fed to the tiger. You know. Let's not talk about the possibility of getting COVID-19 from dirty meat, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Do you have meaty news today, Kathy? I don't have meaty news. Oh, good. I have bright news. Oh, bring it. It's not bring actually it. bright. It's the oh. doctor's name is Rick Bright. That was really um, fucking disappointing. Just so you know, I got all excited. For I'm here for that. Yeah. Way to go. So uh, you might have heard, which I thought was interesting because- a lot of times, I'll be honest, I automatically assume that our president doesn't use all of the information at his disposal to make decisions. You think? That was good. Um, and so when Dr. Rick Bright uh, abruptly left as his position as the head of the task force or whatever they're calling it, mm-hmm. Space Force, to um, create a vaccine for COVID-19. I at first was like, "Ah," you know, why did they kick him out? And then I read something that said, you know, no, he's, he is going to this other position at this sort of think tank kind of 
uh, medical health thing and he can do more to help there. Right. Well, so that was a bunch of bullshit. And actually, um, I know, shocking. Go figure. Um, the So the White House put out, the media got it wrong. It's this great opportunity. We're sharing him with this other. <laughs> but he is actually ready to file a whistleblower report because he yes. was fired in his, he was pushed out because he opposed injecting ourselves with Lysol. I don't think it had gotten that far. Although <laughs> okay. it was probably like what the actual talk on that. Well, that was just announced by uh, the Cheeto in chief today. Yeah. Oh, so okay. he, he hadn't even been there for that indignity. Right. Um, but the, if you're you know, watching, please do not fucking inject yourself with any type of household cleaner. Right. Regardless of what. Says. Yeah. Um, so what he says is that he was retaliated against because whatever that crazy thing that Trump owned stock and his family owned stock in the in the uh, pharmaceutical company, Hartwell Oxical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he he was like, there's nothing he he did not think that we should be trying to utilize that widespread. He also talked about that it was causing shortages for people who actually need yes. it for illnesses that they have where it has been proven to work. Like autoimmune diseases, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, uh, yeah. Michael, you, you were correct, but back when Lysol was used for that purpose, uh, the average lifespan was a lot lower. Yeah. Because women were putting Lysol in their bodies for idiotic men. But right. right. So, yeah, okay. we won't we don't even need to. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. So what's really interesting is here in Nebraska. So everybody's talking about, oh, of course, as you know, since March sometime, tests are available for everybody, according to the government. Everybody, <laughs> could, anybody could get a test. Sure. Right. They're perfect. That we're living in pretend land. Bizarro world, whatevs. Um, so that's actually not true. But because everybody has been saying we need to be able to test people in order to better understand. Oh, one of my kids is sneaking up here. God damn it, Brendan. Um, so Man, we need a better. Really on the shit list this week. He is. I don't know what he's doing. Something in the dog locker. Okay. But we need to we need to have more testing to better understand. Do you keep your dog in a locker? <laughs> all their all their no. adorable collars and their tennis balls and their snacky snacks. I'm just checking. I didn't know locker. if I needed to make a call. That's where they keep the naughty kids. Brenda is laughing. I'm not no. going to think about that. She can lock the kids up all yeah. she wants. And there's a drawer like a trash drawer that has the two trash cans, but it's their food in there. Oh my god. That's so fancy. It is fancy. Did you guys see Sarah's comment that five shuttle bus drivers at the local VA tested positive? That's terrifying. In Omaha? Yeah. Fuck me. I would assume Sarah lives here. That's and right. she is a veteran. So. Yeah. Uh, My sister used to work at the VA. I'm glad she doesn't know. Anyway. So what I want to say is, so Nebraska is part of this getting ready to have more funds for testing. Mm -hmm. And to have more tests available, they put out a survey and um, I went and did it. I did it too. And after 
Megan and I did it and I told my husband he should do it. I thought maybe I should verify that that's actually, cause David's like, why are they asking for my birth date? It's like, Jesus, I hope I did just Wait, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? No, I thought it was okay. odd they wanted okay. my mom's maiden name. <laughs> I would just like your social security number, <laughs> the last four digits of all your bank accounts. Anyway. Are you concerned that they asked for naked pictures? I mean, I, it's like a big deal. It was like, you can do dick pic here or just something subtle in underwear on this right. section. No, so I did go check and it is from the Nebraska Department of Health and Human Services. However, so one of the areas of questions was, do you have an allergy to hydrocolic, whatever the malaria drug yep. is? Do you get any kind of a reaction to that? Okay, A, I've never fucking had malaria. <laughs> Me either. Why are you at, uh, you're asking me this because you're thinking that if I get it, you could try that or no. I'd be one of the people you could try it on. So they, I had to do my address. I had to do the number of people in my house. Like the whole bring out your dead. I mean, like there, <laughs> there would be seven bodies here. Cause there are seven bodies here. Nobody asked about my pets. Um, anyway, I just found that very interesting that they were cleaning the pets for an allergy. Say that again, Megan. There might be less than seven bodies. The pets would get hungry. Well, if they could open that dog locker food drawer. Anyway, but the they yeah. were all being pre-screened for uh, our reaction to that. So yes. then you say how many people are in your house, and if you've had exposure to people, blah 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 blah. If you've had, I don't know. I've been to the grocery store. I wore my mask. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I wasn't exposed to somebody. So my thing is, I believe that then what they're going to do is take all that information, obviously feed it to the federal government and watch us like hawks, but they will then set up testing areas based on the responses from this. And maybe if you're hydrochloric or whatever, curious, you might be able to get some yeah. of that action. Yeah, no, in fact, you know, I'm just going to lie and say, yes, I'm allergic to it. Yeah, I should have done that. I just lied about my weight, but otherwise I was completely honest. <laughs> right. I'm like, well, all 115 pounds of me. That's is. right. Soaking wet. Um, okay. So that was my news. Disheartening and not, oh not at all surprising oh. as it was. Uh, so now we're going to move on to the discussion portion of our show. And this week we're doing it a little bit like different. We're going to do, we're going to talk about each of us, our highs and lows this week. And this is like Sunday family dinner, kids. It is because y'all need to participate. We want right. you to comment with what the high point of your week was and what the low point of your week was. Mm -hmm. So audience participation, you're getting graded on this and you're earning points. If you want to be one of the cool kids and sit with us, you need to participate. That's right. So yes. Brenda says that just yesterday they were able to test people with symptoms. Finally, that's in Ashland. And then my sister who works at an urgent care for Methodist said me too. So I know that that's been very um, hard for them, not being able to test whoever they wanted to test with symptoms. So yay, that takes a little of the pressure off. Of course, they're yeah. all still dressed up like astronauts when they're 
Yes. Okay. So now it's time for just the tips and tails. Hang on. It's right side up. There she is. Look at that. From the quarantine home front. She's loving that big shoe with her fucking kids. And uh, um, I think uh, my my high school journalism teacher is on. So I just want to point out that um, Kathy made that sign with the typo, not me. That home front is only one word. It's fine. You know what? We can do suck it. What you should be noticing is the lovely, lovely font I got there. And this divine clip art. That's what you should be noticing. Beautiful. And you, Beautiful. This is a free show. If you guys want Aurora, better, better quality, higher budget, feel free to Venmo us some cash. <laughs> That's right. right. I mean, we need to get an email for that, an untraceable, I mean, uh, an email. Yeah. Okay. So we're for tips and tricks, tips and tales tonight. We are going to talk about highs and lows this week. Okay. So I was like, Hey, maybe we could talk about distance learning and everybody is like, me now nobody wants to talk about, talk about that anymore. No. It's not, over, it. over it. We're just trying to make it through. Just beeline for whenever in the middle of May we get yeah. to fucking be done. Oh, cute. Uh, Laura said that she has to do this on a team that she works with, and they call it Cherries and Pits. That's cute. Hmm. And once again, we come back to what about May Day? Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. David says you can send it to me because Kathy doesn't have any money. I believe he'd like to kick us off on my highs and lows for the week. Is, is David looking to get his Xbox run over? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're calling it these days? What? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What does he love more than his Xbox? Because yeah. I'll have to come over and run it over for you. <laughs> All right. So um, as some of you saw on the Tuesday show, I ran over an Xbox of one of my sons uh, in the driveway. And I have to say that was a low point for me, even though that was deserved. It was completely deserved. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I have been somebody who's had a job since I was in middle school, except for that time when I was pregnant in Casper, Wyoming and had to iron my husband's pants and watch Columbo. And I ate Burger King all the time. It was a low point in my life. Uh, I've been a stay at home mom a couple of times. <clears throat> But my boys uh, realized that um, it hurt my feelings for them to say that what we have, as far as material goods and so on, right. it doesn't belong to me because I don't have a job. Yeah, that's bullshit. I don't know who they thought <laughs> was working and had the insurance when they were born. I don't know. Uh, and who um, right. went to the doctor with them all the time. Anyway, um, so it was a huge low point for me to know that I have sons who devalue women based upon their role. And I felt like I had not done a good, very good job of helping them understand exactly what my contribution was so, beyond the snark and right. sarcasm beyond occasionally making some little smokies for breakfast 
in watching these let's not forget providing the uncrustables right i do buy those uncrustables and batteries and, and what have you um so i'm going to be going to cozumel for a year or two and then hopefully everyone here will understand exactly what i can do <laughs> no that's not happening we're coming with, right? Yeah, well, obviously. Okay. No, um, so that was a low point for me because I pride myself on being an independent woman uh, and someone who believes that women should be treated as equals, in some cases, uh, bosses. Of Yeah, um, and so that was very difficult for me. I did have a discussion with uh, my son who wanted to uh, push my buttons. And <clears throat> I said, I, I hope you understand that it, the reason I, one of the reasons I'm home is because your dad and I knew that you and your two younger brothers were going to need additional support uh, as you go through middle school and high school, because you have a different history than the oldest three of ours, because you've been adopted. Not your fault, but things are going to be harder for you. And so um, your dad and I decided because we could afford to that I would stay home so that I was here to help th you through any kind of crises you had at school or personally. And um, Aw, David. The, He's being sweet. I, I had value! That's what I always say. I had value. <laughs> Even if it's just knowing where the batteries are, what drawer those are in. Um, yes. So anyway, those are my high and uh, well, those are my low. I guess that's my low this week. And um, I would say my high is that I got my new anxiety medication and it doesn't make me feel like I am like completely wasted. It, it just is helping my heart not to race and me not to feel like I'm in a constant state of panic. And that I had a real nap this week instead of just a panic nap. That's a panic exciting. Nap That's a big step. That's a big deal. Like a really relaxed, not panic nap. Yeah. I have a lot of trouble uh, sleeping and um, I can go to sleep, but then I wake up like at five or four 30. And so uh, I usually need to have a little rest. And previously I haven't been able to have an actual rest. So that's been enjoyable for me. So thank you for listening to my highs and my lows. Let's read a couple of the highs and lows yeah. from other people before we move on to our highs and lows. Um, I saw Sarah Definitely. that her high is she helped butthead 16-year-old raise English oh. class grade 11%. That's a big deal. She did say it's right? not passing, but I mean, you're on the right track. 11% is a big deal. That's a lot of hard work you put into it. For sure. And, right. <laughs> and her low, my tits, since I haven't been wearing a bra. Yes. Sarah, I love you. And I'm right there with you, not wearing one right now. Those bitches are like low, wobbly. They're like bro. gym socks with the <laughs> tennis ball. In. That's exactly like a clock pendulum. <laughs> yep. Totally. You guys, we're not going to be able to return to a normal lifestyle after this. Like, dudes are just going to have to adjust to saggy tits. That's just, I'm sorry. That's just the way that it is. Okay, who else? Did anybody else comment with their highs and lows? I'm looking, I'm looking. Come on, guys, give us some. Give us some yeah. highs and lows. Give us some highs. 
We really need some highs. Yeah. One of you ladies jump in and give your so we can give some people some time to comment. All right. I will go. I am going to start off with my low because I want to get it out of the way. And I'm sorry if I cry. My low this week is a very low low. Um, I got, and I want to preface this with, I absolutely have her permission to share this. Um, I got a call from my mom last night, letting me know that she has breast cancer and that has rocked my world. Um, totally, totally upended everything. Um, the great thing is that she has the best attitude about it. She is so positive and she is not letting it get her down. She is not letting this stress her out. She is going with the flow. She's going to have an MRI on the 7th and surgery on the 21st. And she is, she said, Hey, I'm happy to do this right now. Why not? I'm locked down. I can't go anywhere. Might as well get my new set of boobs so that when we are ready to be free, I'm ready to go. So she is having a great attitude about it. I'm trying my absolute very hardest to concentrate on the positive and follow her lead. But it's, um, it's only been about 24 hours since I found out. And these two can attest that I have been a very large train wreck. So that has been my low. I would imagine that's going to continue to be my low for quite some time. Um, but I'm not going to dwell on it cause I didn't cry. So yay. Good job. Um, hi <laughs> this week is that I got an email from the red cross saying that they are in desperate need of blood donation. So I called and set up um, a time to donate. If you're local, the St. Elizabeth Ann Catholic Church on 114th and Dodge is having a blood drive on May 5th from 12 to 5. I don't remember when it ends. No. Um, all right. Did Megan freeze? Did I freeze? Mm -hmm. You're good. You got it. Oh, okay. Um, so they are having a blood drive um, on May 5th. I called and I signed up. I am donating it at 12 o'clock and then I posted it on Facebook, letting other people know. And I've had several other people, including Kathy, who called and signed up to donate too. And I've had a couple other people in other states say that they have called to sign up to donate. Um, blood donation, blood is in huge shortage right now. So I'm feeling pretty awesome about myself that I'm doing my part and helping encourage other people to do it. Yay. So if you're out there and you're not terrified of needles, please sign up to donate, please. And okay. I promise Kathy that when I'm done donating, I will stand six feet away, socially distanced in my mask and I will smile creepily at her, which she won't see because of my mask and it'll be even creepier. So I'll do that for you too. It's fine. Let me give that. Uh, just a point of clarification. Um, St. Elizabeth Ann's, I think, is 114th and Fort. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. Shwoo. Yeah. I was going to be at the um, Dairy Queen over there at 114th. <laughs> I was too. You're right. Thank you. That'll I be after. I was going to be at the Green Onion. So. <laughs> I don't even know why I said Dodge because all I knew was it was on 114th. I didn't know which direction. So thank you for clarifying. 114th and Fort. 
So mm-hmm. sign up and you could come donate and be socially distanced with two of the three oh. moms of quarantine. That's pretty badass. I'll be there at one. Um, I'll be there at 12.15. And I will, um, yeah, be just excited to be by myself somewhere that's not here. Right. Yes. Me too. Oh my gosh. Very excited about that. All right. So do we have some, do we have some other highs yes, and lows? We do. Awesome. Um, uh, how about, I got to just make sure. Oh, she was good. Laura's pit. Um, Laura says her pit, her low point was every damn thing has made me cry this week. Right. What the actual fork. Right. Uh, but the good part, right, the cherry on top, she got a super sweet administrative professionals day post from a client. That's that is yeah. very sweet. That's awesome. I saw the post mm-hmm. and it was it was really, really kind and very sweet. It was awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. And you know what? A lot of people are crying. Um, I was crying before I found out that my mom has cancer. This is this is a time that we're just crying because there's not a whole fuck lot else to do. Yeah. Yep. Um, Laura, uh, Simon Meyer said her hi. Uh, she is grateful that she gets to work every day and she loves the work that she does. Thank you very much. Lo, she still has to wear a bra. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. Yeah. I think Laura's, um, an essential worker. So yeah, I know. Um, Cassie, Way to go. Hi, finally finished applying for disability and hubs is totally on board and supportive. That is a task. Good That's fantastic. Job. Awesome. Very awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I think Brenda gave us something up here. Uh, she, I, I babysat Brendan's um, son, who's a grown up now and has his own kids. Whatever, I'm still 30. Um, she <laughs> said her high was being off today, lying in the sun with my fat body eating a Snickers cyclone. That's fantastic. It that was today is and the perfect day for that nonsense. So great. Yeah. So, yes. Um, why can't the big bearded dude give blood? He said he can't give blood. Um, because he lived in England during uh, mad cow disease. Yep. I've had quite a few people comment on my post about that, actually, that quite a few can't give blood because of that. Yeah. Things you never knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our bra so, essential, David's asking. What? No. Bras are not essential. No. They mm-hmm. are not essential. It's like pantyhose aren't essential. And somebody mm-hmm. might want to strangle people with those. Whatever. Right. right. True. Yeah. Pantyhose are terrible. All right, kitty cat, are you going to give us your high and your low? Yeah. I. You know, I had a really hard time. Um, picking my high and low. Th- this week has been a, I mean, the last 11 to 7 weeks have been just a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I have three highs and three lows like every other hour. Um, I, I know I messaged girls yesterday like, oh, I'm just ready to quit my job and I'm so overwhelmed with everything I have going on. And right. It's a freaking lot. It is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working full time. I had to do hair, makeup, and put on Spanx yesterday to do a video. Which you, you did get to wear your slippers. 
That's a good call out, Megan. She's not at all pissed about that or anything. Not at all. So I think my low um, for this week was yesterday. And I just, generally, I try to do a good job of just looking at the tree, not the whole forest. Um, Otherwise, I'm easily overwhelmed by how much is on my shoulders and how much I'm responsible for, not just in my life, but other people's lives. So, um, you're very sweet. Oh, he is very sweet. (laughs) But it's, you know, right now, just the nature of of where we are at, um, the, the time that we're in, everything is changing from minute to minute. And, you know, I'm taking on more responsibilities at work. I've got kids who are, you know, I, I, I just want them to pass. Just, just pass. I, I don't care if it's one percentage point above. Right. Just pass. Um, and so I, I literally, so I think my high point and my low point were kind of all in one. I'm literally, I moved upstairs from my office. Cause I'm like, I need sunlight. I need out of the basement. Mm-hmm. So I've been sitting on the couch and, I'm yelling at nobody just into the universe that I'm frustrated and I'm "Ah!" and that sweet little boy that you saw come over earlier, Donovan um, comes over, gives me a big hug. He gives like the biggest, strongest hugs ever. And then he says, you know, mom, you can breathe. And he sat down next to me and and just breathed with me. And I'm like, okay, we breathe. Now I'm going to go cry. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, so it's been, it's moments like that, or, you know, those have been my high moments. Just, it's, I think kind of on the back end of, of my low moments, you know, you two sending me messages of, oh my gosh, you're amazing. And you're the prettiest woman I've ever known. I mean, those, <laughs> That's exactly what we say. Oh, you, it is. Uh, among the three of us, you're the funniest. You're the most beautiful. You have the beachiest hair. No, yeah, it's really unfair. You drink the most. All those things. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. But no, I think my low is just the overwhelm of everything. My high is just how effing incredible and supportive everybody has been. My mom sent me a birthday card that made me cry just because those were literally the words I needed to hear at that moment. So um, like, if there's anything that I can share that I would ask you guys to pass on is be overly incredibly kind to people. It it means, it means the world right now. Yeah, it does. It makes a huge, huge difference. Yeah. It makes me a little teary thinking about it right now. Yeah. And remember if your mom doesn't have a job, she actually does fucking have a job. (laughs) She does. Right. She does. Taking care of her. Ass. Yeah, because if you don't, she will run over your in her Cadillac. I did get, I ha- got a lot of fan fan mail from that uh, situation. Did um, you? I think it was cathartic for many people who had <laughs> thought about doing it but had never done it. Uh, I do have a little bit of a temper, and uh, but I can't say. I mean, so just to say, my son being insulting to me probably was harder for me because I was feeling overwhelmed with my depression and my anxiety. Right. Yep. I, I, I'm here to tell you right now that I was in control of everything when I did what I did. 
So that wasn't a temper tantrum that I was having. That was a, I see that you need for me to get through to you exactly how serious what you're doing is. That was a next level consequence. It was. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what it was. So um, I, I am so far from any kind of a perfect or fantastic parent that it's difficult to see even with binoculars. But I, if I fuck up or I do something that where I am out of control and I lose my temper and I yeah. say things or I do things, I come back and I apologize and I explain that I was wrong and why I was wrong. Um, again, me running over the Xbox was not me having a temper tantrum. It wasn't me beating on my kid, basically that kind of thing. It was me saying, and he wasn't doing anything with his Xbox that caused me to do right. that. Right. He was treating me mm -hmm. horribly. And the way he was speaking to me was extremely disrespectful. And I needed to shake him mentally to a place where he understood the seriousness of what was going on. And it was a beautifully calculated parenting chess move. It really was. It felt good. I'll be honest. How's um, he uh, doing with, with the results of that situation? Um, he and I spoke. It took a little while for him to, because he was going to die on that hill. Um, right, right. Yeah. And I have a few of those kids too. Yeah. Right. So it took a little bit for um, his three older siblings to say like, dude, you're being a douche. Um, like we get it, but you think that moms, one of the mistakes that children make, I think often my children in particular is they believe that we're interested in their opinion. About <laughs> how we're, parenting. we're not ever. So they'll say things like, that's a really stupid punishment for what I did. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, for 20 some years, I'm going to go ahead and extend your punishment a little bit longer. And then we'll see what feels like it seems out of proportion to what happened. Um, yeah. But he, I, I told him, I love you so, so much. And I know that when you spoke to me like that on Monday night, the, the cruelty and the hatred the, that was spewing out of mm -hmm. you, you, I know you love me. And so to what I recognize is that that was coming from someplace, something triggered you to be in a very bad place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I am concerned that you don't seem to know what that was. And that's something we have to work on. Right. And, um, I don't want you to feel that level of anger where you feel out of control and start being super cruel to people. And clearly I'm a, right. I seem to be a safe person because that's not my only kid that's done that. And so as I talked to him and said how much I love him and, and so on, and that he's like, I was just being honest. I'm like, no, you're just being a complete douche. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, truly, I don't, I don't, it didn't seem when I was saying it, like I was saying it that meanly, but then afterwards I realized I wasn't. And I don't know why I got so angry. 
I mean, the thing is, is that it, it's that whole thing that I talked about in that that blog post I did on my yoga thing, whatever. It's yeah. the why. What is the why behind the behavior? Right. And, yep. and also, as I told you guys, it wouldn't have felt as horrible to me if it, were, it wasn't things that I'm already self-conscious about. Right. Right. Yeah. They they know. They know what buttons to push for sure. Right. So it's not yeah. like if you said... Um, you have a, uh, you're stupid. I don't, I don't think I'm stupid. It's not something I'm concerned no. about. But if he said, uh, you look ugly or you don't have a job, so you're worthless. These are things that sometimes go through my head to myself. Right. And right. so, right. You know, and I think it's hard enough. I mean, we're just sitting here, right. Discussing our highs and lows and, you know, as adults, our brains are hopefully formed enough that, you know, we can make um, calculated decisions on how to handle those. And I think it's hard right, right now when kids, are, there's so much uncertainty. Um, their, their lives are so different. And it's, I mean, it, it was a shitty, horrible, horrible way to act out those feelings. Um, you know, in the same breath, I'm just like, ugh, I, I really do hurt for the kids who are just like grappling with, I, I don't know how to handle this uncertainty. Right. Well, and it's hard right. because it, it, I feel helpless to help my kid because I don't know how to help my fucking self. You know, when I'm laying in my bed crying because all of this is so overwhelming, I don't feel at all equipped to help my 11 year old deal with his you know, right. inability to cope. It's like, fuck, none of us can cope. So we've had a lot of conversations about, you know, it's okay to be sad and to not even understand why you're sad. And it's okay to be mad and not really be sure why, because all of this is, we use yeah. shit show a lot at our house. I'm like, all of this is a giant shit show. There's, mm -hmm. we don't know when it's ending. We don't know what's happening. It's scary. <clears throat> we don't know how to cope. So it's really hard to parent your kids and try to get them through this when I'm struggling to get through it myself. Yeah, it's hard to give grace when you yeah. don't even feel like... So for the first, one of the first times, I was really honest with a couple of my older kids. And I said, this is what's going on with me. I am having a really hard time. And so, and I also said, you know, because my anxiety and depression is a little bit out of control right now, the things that you said to me were much more hurtful to me than maybe they would have been if I would have been in a less vulnerable place. Right. But that still doesn't make it okay for you to talk to me like that. Um, right. And it probably would have meant that I would have run that Xbox over with my car much sooner if I was in a better place. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so Jacqueline Johnson has a question. Yes. Let's hear that. Okay, it's, oh, yes. I told her to ask her way, Jacqueline. Yeah, yeah. Bring it on. You guys, this is my favorite. I swear my sister has some of the best stories ever. And I think I might have to be a little drunk to do them justice, but she's telling a good one here. She once put her son in the car and told him, that she's taking him to a new family. It, he was being a little, little <laughs> prick. And I think this was when his dad was deployed. Um, and so she's like, 
You are being horrible. And to live in this family, you have to be kind. <laughs> that is fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. I have said you're... So some of my children, all of my children, uh, need have needed therapy at some time or another. I've been to therapy. So when my kids need therapy, I say, we're going to do therapy. And if they say, I'm not doing therapy, then I say, okay, well, I will take you somewhere and you can stay there. And then part of you living there will be therapy because I'm not fighting you to help you in that way. I will be with you. I will sit with you. I will learn myself. I'm always learning of things about things I can do better. Um, but <laughs> you're fucking going to therapy because we're going to figure this out. And right. I can handle anything as long as you're trying. Yes. But if you're not Just trying, right. then I, I can't, I have to have a plan. And if, and if the plan is you're not trying and you, if I can't get you to understand the value of you trying, I, I have to get help for that. Right. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means that's how important it is to me that you have good mental health. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My Jacqueline, did you post your question? What's your question? We're here to answer it. Uh, she has. We love you too. Mm-hmm. And please, Trina, don't forget about the hot, half naked firefighter situation. Oh my God. We have. I'm thinking about this. Expectations. Have you ever had a fire at your house? I have not. You have, Kathy. I have. So in 2012, my um the back caught on fire because uh there was a hole in the Weber grill, whatever. The whole back side of the house went up. We're trying to get, and this was when we just had three kids trying to get everybody out. I'm calling 911. The neighbors have already called 911. I'm trying to get Cooper out. Cooper's like, I'm not fucking going outside. It's safer in here. Dog. Cooper, it's hotter in there. Trying to get everybody out. The firemen come. Do you know where I am? I'm across the street with a bunch of other people. And my husband, who's wearing mattress plaid shorts, I love you, David, and is glowing, literally, literally glowing because he's wearing no shirt and he is a white, white boy. <laughs> he's in the backyard with a sweaty fireman. I'm across the street. So I had to. Poor life choice. I had to, ba- to debase myself and ask him questions like, were they glistening? Did right. any of them need to take their shirts off? What was happening? How big were the hoses? You know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, you guys, before we get to our awards, there a couple of good stories came in. Um, Cassie told um, her son that blonde, blue-eyed, smart, white, healthy boys are gold on the black market. <laughs> we, tell, we tell our gingers all the time we would sell them if anybody would take gingers, but they won't. Oh, my um, Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Lauren, when my oldest ones were little and being really bad, I took them to the old state penitentiary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Yes. Michael, I have a picture to go with that. I have a picture from when Adley was about 
two and a half, almost three years old. We were coming back from the Iowa State Fair. Can't put that one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, went to the Iowa State Fair, and coming back, um, we stopped in Elkhorn, Iowa, to get gas, and we were driving around, and I see this sign, this like uh, stone gate, and a sign that says like whatever the Elkhorn home for kids. So it's a orphanage. So I'm like, perfect opportunity. Let's wake up the sweaty two-year-old in the back of the car and hand her the little suitcase that we've had for the weekend and stand her in front of the sign to take a picture. That's awesome. That's yes. great. And please so and then that picture somewhere. I do. I will track it down. I will track it down. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, Jacqueline came through with her question. She said, oh. um, I've had to teach my daughter at a very young age what to do for me when I have a panic attack in public and such. But in my heart, I knew her job was just to be a kid. Should I feel badly? No. So I think that one thing I've learned through the um, therapy that I've gone to with uh, my kids is that um, knowledge is power for yes. kids um, and so to know what to do in a situation like that is giving her a structure yes. and um, the ability that's, to that's grounding. Yeah. Yeah. That's giving her power over the situation yep. to know that mommy is, is having a panic attack, but she has the power to help you through that. Yes. And to help herself. That's awesome. Yeah. And yep. No different than I am a type one diabetic. Here is, I don't know if you can see, I'm not showing my boobs. What, what the hell? Come on. Man. I'm just not, showing. Is it nine? It's after nine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. I'm just showing my insulin pump. This is my insulin pump. Um, and I have, have had to teach my son what to do if I have low blood sugar and I am not, and it's, it, I've never passed out, but it's happened a few times where I can't, I'm not responsive enough to let me tell you how fucking hard it is when your blood sugar is 37 to get that straw in the goddamn Capri sun. It's like <laughs> possible. <laughs> what happens is you stab it and then it sprays everywhere and you're not with it. So you're, so uh, that's what you do. You're going, ah, I'm just trying to get any juice in your mouth. So having your child be aware and trained of what to do to help you in that type of situation, that's a medical situation. It's no different than me yes. being diabetic and needing my kid to know that, okay, he needs to get me sugar. And if I'm not responding, that he either needs to call 911 or if we're in the vicinity of a store or something to get help from another adult. Yep. Oh, that's that's actually the responsible thing to do. You're You're doing great. You're doing what you should be doing. Nice work. Good job, nice Mama. Work, Jacqueline. Thumbs up. All right, you guys ready to jump into some dirty oh. hands, clean hands? Yeah. Let's, let's give some awards away. Let's do, do it. it. All right, so I'm going to kick it off with dirty hands. And my dirty hands is really, really fucking offensive and angry, just... It's okay. It's Lululemon. That's how you say it, right? Lululemon, the mm -hmm. overpriced you know, Lululemon. Yeah, if you want to pay two hundred dollars for French Canadian, right? Yes. Lululemon. 
So they decided to come out with a new, I didn't catch what the price was, but I'm sure fucking overpriced, a new t-shirt, extremely racist, with the picture of a um, Chinese takeout container on it with bat wings on it saying no thank you to bat fried rice. What the actual fuck? Come on. Let's keep in mind. If you're wondering who the Lululemon is for. Yeah, the Lululemon is for all the fucking racist Karens in the world. And Um, uh, Kent's. And what? And Kent's. Oh, yes. It's men's stuff, too. So let's let's keep in mind that since the since COVID-19 has started, there have been over 100 attacks against um, people of an Asian descent, Asian culture daily because they're being blamed. Really, people? And and so we're going to come out with a fucking t-shirt, I'm sure, that had a $130 price tag that says uh, bat fried rice, no thank you. Really, Lululemon? I was never going to buy your shit anyway because it's overpriced. But I will go out of my way to talk anybody I know out of buying your trash piece of shit. Just, I'm sorry, you're an absolute dick nozzle. Let me let me say something about this because there are now um, articles saying that they apologize and they've fired the employee over, like their graphic designer. Like okay, great, but somebody still had to fucking prove it. Hi, I worked in e-commerce. The graphic designer isn't posting this shirt, which is sixty dollars, okay, on your site, right. That's just it. You can apologize all you want, but it's a bunch of bullshit because the graphic designer is not the one who okayed that to go to press and to be released to the public. So there should be a lot more people fired and rather than apologize, well, there should be an apology, but there should be a big, we fucked up. Again, people, own your shit. If you screw up, admit it. I'm going to have a lot more respect for you if you say, hey, wow, this was wrong. We were wrong. This, we screwed up. And don't blame it on the graphic designer. I mean, yeah, he shouldn't have designed it, but there were 37 other people along that process yeah. that approved yep. it. So, no, that's trash. You're trash. Bye. Luke. Dirty hands. Trash and trash. But my clean hands. Oh, oh. Clean- Clean Hands is pretty exciting. So um, I don't know how many of you are familiar with the with the actor Ansel Elgort. He was yeah. most probably famously known for playing the male lead of The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So he played Hazel Grace's boyfriend. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, he posted a mostly naked picture of himself just getting out of the shower. And for just for reference, he's young, buff, hot, good looking. Um, it was basically him getting out of the shower, mostly naked, hands covering his junk. And then there was, it said, for more, link in my bio. So it, this is on his Instagram. So people went to the link in his bio and clicked it. And rather than being taken to a nudie pic, 
It was a link to the um, GoFundMe raising money for the Brooklyn for Life, uh, which provides meals and delivery deliveries to hospital workers and first responders. So far, it has raised two hundred and thirteen thousand nine hundred and six dollars, and their well played. Their goal is one million. And also, I want to give a shout out to, he said that his dad took the picture and was a little angry that he didn't get credit in the Instagram post. So, way to go. Ansel <laughs> Whoa! L. His dad took his naked picture? Apparently. Well, I mean, his junk was covered up, so. I, it's not like his dad hasn't seen his junk. Yeah, I mean. Agreed. I mean, clearly. But, I mean, how fucking awesome is that to troll people in such a great way? So you yeah. can you can go to his Instagram page and the link is in. Oh, his I will. And you, <laughs> you. If I'll, you're be, gonna I'll go, be right back. If you're gonna go and ogle his goodies, that's great. But make a donation to our line and first responder. Yes. So I thought that was pretty fantastic. That is awesome. And yes. doodles. <laughs> yes. Especially the doodle. Pretty cat, you going? You want me to go? Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, you guys, again, I feel like I'm bringing you news from the onion, but this is real life. This is okay. the world. So, this must be the world we're living in. Dirty hands. Okay. Dirty hands. I don't know. Have you, have you ladies, been to Vegas? I have not been to Vegas. I have been to Vegas a couple oh. times. I have been to the Vegas airport and that was enough for me to never want to go to Vegas again. You can play the slots at the airport. Yeah. You know, they say that a mayor of a city should be a representation of their city. And I don't think this could be any more true. Um, the Las Vegas mayor did an interview with the very handsome Anderson Cooper uh, last night. Very handsome. And her name, the Las Vegas mayor, is Carolyn Goodman. And let me tell you, she is a living, breathing, I think she was speaking English, um, representation of Vegas. You guys, I cannot even do this justice, so I will post to Ooh. our page. Let me just tell you some of the things she said. One moment, please. Um, no, this isn't, so, you know, obviously Anderson is asking about like opening, reopening up the city. Um, and you know, he's asking why, you know, don't you think, you know, we should maybe wait and no, this isn't China. This is Las Vegas, Nevada. In case any of us were confused <laughs> who she was representing. Um, but wait, you know, more. Oh, wait. There is more, you guys, there is so much more. So I'm just going to give you a couple. Um, let's see. Um, oh, this is what she had to say on uh, contact tracing. I don't have that. I don't have that. Well, no, that's for our scientists. And the whole thing is fact. She, I mean, she obviously has the same speaking coach as our president. Right. Okay, here is the cherry on top of my friends. This is where it, dare I say, got bizarre? I, I don't know. More bizarre? More bizarre. 
we offered to be a control group. You guys, I, I'm not misquoting her. This is what she said. Anderson even pressed. Like, wait, 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 wait. Are, are you saying? I'm just like, no, you're putting words in my mouth. We offered to be a control group, but they told me no. She offered up her fucking city to be a control group for this Coroquin Watamara Wada. The she whole was volunteering them as tribute. Right. Yes. Right. She's got to be what, like maybe District Seven. I can't remember the districts, but it was the it would be the whack one, obviously. Well, I mean, but the really fun one. Oh, you guys! I just, I mean, I just. That's like, did you hear the quote the other day from Dorito Mussolini saying that hundreds of governors were calling him, begging him to reopen the states? Hundreds of governors. We have people. fifty governors. What hundreds yeah. are calling you? What hundreds? I, I want names. I want a list. Fuck. It's like the person who's oh, never mind. I, we could go on. Uh, go ahead, Kitty Cat. It's Sorry. fine. It's fine. I just okay. Here, let's get let's get to some clean hands. Oh my gosh, you guys! This makes me incredibly happy. Uh, I mean, we've talked tonight about how difficult um all of this is for our kids and like understanding it and you know my kids think anytime i blow my nose or somebody coughs they're like oh my gosh you have the covid the rona that's will. a yeah. running joke in our you house. got the rona anybody coughs or sneezes uh, like the rona the rona it's, it's not yeah funny, it's not fun games till somebody's intubated go right. ahead yeah, yeah. right um, so, I mean, there's a lot of questions and concerns and anxiety. Um, so CNN is teaming up with Sesame Street to do a town hall for kids and parents. Um, so this is going to be Saturday morning, um, I believe at 9 a.m. Um, yes. Yes, I will give the link. Um, but... Uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta will be there, Big Bird, Grover, Abby. So it'll be a great opportunity if you have little ones um, or even, I mean, not so little ones who have questions. This is a great opportunity for them to learn and maybe, maybe not get freaked out. Maybe if you're part of the presidential cabinet, I mean. Whoever needs the info. Right. Right. Yeah. I told you guys she needs this opening door. It's like the because <laughs> he doesn't want it like you're in our, our house. Like yeah. if, if you were gonna if one of us has it, you're gonna get it. Right. Because I'm not cleaning yeah. a lot at all. Whatever. And so uh but I'm like, use your whole hand. Maybe right. maybe you can empower him and give him the Lysol spray. And give him the job to spray the doorknobs daily. Seriously. Let him, you know? Uh, yes. I think that's that does sound really easy and awesome. Right. But will I do it? Probably not. Okay. No. Well, just, you know, just a thought. I like, it. I like it. Maybe I'll have him watch this town hall on Saturday morning. Yeah. I think there you go. Good. 
Um, I'm I'm going to be watching. I think it'd be. So. I think it's good, and I think for him yeah. because it's a big unknown. I think that would be really helpful. Do you know? I we have no cable. Do you know? Will it be streamed on the internet? Do you have any idea? Hulu. I would. Assume. I w- on some channel. I I don't have. I don't have Hulu Live. I just have Hulu, not Hulu Live. Okay. So I will find out if it's not Megan. I will. I will Facebook Live it. Okay. For my my account, and you okay. can watch it there. Cool. Yeah, I'm just interested to see what they say. I mean, my kid's 11, but I would yeah. sit down with him and watch it because it's your birthday. It is my birthday. It is. I'll be outside your patio door. Where's my cake? Happy birthday! Uh, <laughs> also, you you know what else we're getting on my birthday? Did, have you guys heard? You're kidding. Uh, no, not till no. May 15th to 30th. Okay. I know. Okay. That's getting so impatient. But have you guys heard of square donuts? Yeah. Yes. We're going to get square donuts on my birthday. We're going to pretend that I'm not diabetic that day because I'm going to have square donuts and cake and sushi. So my pancreas is going to be like, what the actual fuck? You won't like be in a coma by Saturday right. night, will you? It's no, I'll just take a lot of extra insulin. So put the cake stockpiling it. Yeah, yeah fine. I'll be, you know, I'll be mainlining the insulin. Maybe I'll have two pumps on. It'll be fine. But I, we haven't tried um, square donuts yet, and I'm really excited to try it. So if you oh. are come over, if you come over with your face pressed up against the window, I'll toss you a donut. <laughs> Meg, uh, Megan just commented that CNN will pro- will broadcast. Live on their website. So, oh, awesome! Thanks, you Megan. That's good to know. Um, hey, Megan. Um, I'm just curious if you're available Tuesdays and Thursdays to do show prep for me. <laughs> Let me know. Because <laughs> that intern thing hasn't worked out so far. Right. No. I know. Well, we're we're also trying to get somebody to like come up with an intro song for us, and I suggested yeah. Pink. But our uh, PR, our crack PR person over there has really fallen down on the job. So falling down on this is why job she's this not. is why I cry, people. This is why I cry. You know what? If you can stalk down John Krasinski, you can yes. fucking find Pink. I I can find her. I just haven't had time. Oh. Yeah. She, it's not the lack of finding. It's also it might be Pink's lack of interest in us in general. I mean, there's why so would she have like? I feel like we, that's doubtful, but I mean, I feel like we're in her wheelhouse of this is the type of parenting that she would do. I feel like yes. I feel like she would be interested. So, Agreed. yeah, Agreed. I will see. I will see what I can do. Um, Kathy, do you have some clean hands and dirty hands? You know, I do. What do you? I'm going to start out with my dirty hands. All right, because it's. It's really funny. It's a kind of... And it's not meaty for once. It's not meaty. It's blonde. Um, So... It's kitty cat. (laughs) It's not kitty cat. It's kitty cat. So one of my favorite characters in the Justice League uh, cabinet around the president, which also then also includes members of royalty that are related to him and ordained by God, a lot of things happening there. Uh, Kellyanne Conway. Oh. Conway Conway. Oh, hot dog on a stick, girl. Yeah. So, yes. So, uh, she was answering some questions. Somebody dared to, like, 
cast a, some shadow of doubt on Dear Leader and his response to COVID-19. And she's, and I, I don't know if she was talking about who, again, this is not a factual data-based broadcast, right? This is entertainment. So I'm just going to yeah. do the funny part. The funny part and horribly terrifying, but we're just going to stick with funny, is that she <laughs> said, it's not like this is COVID-1. It's COVID-19. So clearly it's not, I mean, basically what she's saying, it's not our first rodeo. <laughs> what the actual fuck? So for those of you who would like to not look like a moron, COVID-19 has the 19 because you guess it, it came about in 2019. Not because it's the 19th COVID. So... And for, for those of you who are wondering about the hot dog on a stick costume, Kellyanne Conway on the inauguration day showed up in this outfit. And the comparison <laughs> between her and a hot dog on a stick worker. Oh. I mean, what I mean, really, you're 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 going to inauguration and that's what you're gonna look like. The other comparison was a nutcracker. Also similar. Also I mean, similar fuck man who who's dressing you who here's what i love i love her husband is a pretty mm -hmm. big democrat george like yes i i would love to be a fly on the wall in their little dc brickstone or wherever here's what i'm going to tell you about that it's got to be a lot of dumbness. i think they're playing the long game i think that the two of them are going to mm -hmm. sign up for a show post-Trump, and it's going to be point-counterpoint. That's what, I mean, there's a lot of publicity around his crazy. Yeah. There's a, I mean, his response to Trump being a complete fucking idiot. Who are those other ones? The two um, political analysts that were, that got married that, um, oh, yeah, yeah. The Democrat uh, and Republican. That's yeah, what I yeah. think is going yeah. on here. I think they're playing the long game. Now, don't get me wrong. I uh, fully understand anyone's abhorrence to stupidity. Um, yes. So I could see where the husband would be doing that. But then why are they married? Because quite frankly, if my husband and I had that big of a difference of opinion, that wouldn't be something happening here. But I think they're playing the long game. Yeah. I think they're playing the long game. So I, that's, how, that's how jaded I am at this point. Okay. So my <laughs> hands... I'm going to leave this with you and you're welcome because it's late on a Thursday evening and maybe you aren't going to fall right into bed and go to sleep. Maybe you're going to go and sit down with your husband and give him his list of jobs for tomorrow and have a little cocktail. Might do that. If you do, what you're going to want to do is Googly Stanley Tucci um, teaching you how to do doing a Negroni cocktail tutorial. Yeah. That's good. I love him. I love him whether he's a bad guy. I love him when he's a good guy. He's usually a bad guy. But watching someone like that with his, listening to his dulcet voice, tell us how to make a cocktail. That's what this world Lovely. needs right now. That's what America needs right now. Yeah. So I'll post that link. I'm also going to post a link to Ding Dong COVID-1, not COVID-19, not COVID-1, it's COVID-19. I'll post them to that. And also Dr. Rick Bright, who contrary yeah. to what the White House released, 
believes he was uh, fired because he's not an idiot. <laughs> um, Trina is saying that square donuts are really good. Trina, do you have a recommendation? Is there one that is your favorite? Also, David has pointed out that he has written us a theme song. I would really it was adorable. I would really like to invite David to come pop onto Kathy's screen right now and sing the theme song for us because it was really good. So, um, Robin, hey, thanks for joining us. We are on every Tuesday and Thursday at eight o'clock Central Time. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, David, we really, really want to see. We want to hear you sing. Don't even think about coming up here. No, do it. <laughs> do it, David. I mean, this is this is what we need. We need a theme. Point, song. counterpoint. Right. right. David, I use, don't act like I don't use the word dulcet in my regular sentences. She has said it at least four times in our shows. She it's has. Cool. She absolutely has. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. that's I'm high class. I'm it was written for a women, women's voice. That's right, David. It's also very rhymy, and I can't get the the pentameter whatever down right. Um, so why can't David get up here and sing it? Because he's busy. It was written he's, for a woman's voice. Well, <laughs> it's David's face or Stanley Tucci. Do a falsetto, and yeah. he's not. He cannot be that busy. I mean, come on. I really, right. I know he's watching us. <laughs> right. She's not busy. He doesn't. Do you even know where it is, babe? He's talking here and laughing. Do you know where you even know where it is? He's had a couple glasses of bourbon. Last time that you read it to me, it, it was in your bedroom on the desk. Yes, we do a lot of <laughs> we do a lot of com composition in the bedroom. <laughs> that again is information for our show after dark. <laughs> he was writing it down. He was singing it, wrote it down. He brought it into me and handed it to me when you and the three of us were talking about it. I was like, that's what was it to the tune you are my sunshine? What was it? I am managing kids. I can't. Don't try and get me to put swear words up, David. <laughs> All right. David, we really need you to take one for the team and sing our theme song. I mean, we're a pretty big deal now. We have over 4,000 likes. We do. We do. And we really need a theme song. Um, I would also, like a theme. <laughs> come on, David. Oh, my God. He says he emailed me. I'm not reading it. So we'll, we don't have an IT intern, yeah. David. She can't open her damn email. You really okay. just need to step up to the plate and just help us out here until we get our okay. intern. No, I'll be all crowded. I don't, he can't be, I need room for Jesus between me and Then David. you can step aside and let him sing. <laughs> this, we wow. are, we are at 94 minutes. Peace oh, we got to go, people. We're worth we it. We got to go. Do you think we could get one of the hot firefighters to sing us a theme song? Yes. I also, also, if anybody knows someone who plays a ukulele and has sort of a folksy yet profane vibe, that's who we're looking for. That is for exactly our, who we're looking for. We're looking for, for our intro. That has you, never. You can send demo videos to the page. Right. Yep. Go ahead and send them. Right. Please be clothed. And let's. Um, I will get, here's what I promise you. I will get David to sing the intro theme song when I put this podcast up. So we'll record it as a pre-intro mm -hmm. before oh. this episode goes up as the podcast. So if you want to catch David singing it, you've got Ooh. 
at least the beginning of the podcast. How's David, that that's going to be a birthday present for me and Kat. Yes. Tomorrow, Friday. And the, no, Saturday. I mean, that we'll do it. Oh, the podcast. It'll be a birthday present. Yeah. The rest of you watching. Oh, well, oh. a lot of words, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just typed it up. That is Those are the same. lyrics. David Adcock, that is not the same. Mm-mm. It needs to be sung. Yeah, we'll get it tomorrow. We'll put and it at the beginning of the podcast. The rest of you tuning in, don't don't forget, it's me and Kat's birthday on Saturday. We expect gifts. We like presents. We like booze. We like cake. We like yeah. half get hot firemen. I mean, right. yeah. we're not minimally take a picture of yourselves enjoying mm-hmm. cake on a hot fireman or however that works for you and post that on our page. I love like, it. How do we, yeah. this needs to happen. <laughs> Make it swallowing. Like, yeah, I, yeah, that's good. It needs to happen. <laughs> you guys, woo! It's time to end the I show. That's a glittery All bar. Right. Okay. So, lots of love to everybody. We're going to see yes. you next Tuesday when Megan will be in her 40s. I will be. And Kat and I will still be hanging in the decades we're in. All right. <laughs> lots of love. Do Bye. not forget to put the Lysol. Yes. Be safe. Be safe. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.